1: Everyone and welcome to today's podcast, in which I'm joined by Leslie Burton. Leslie Hello. and I have not known each other too long, but actually spoken to each other quite a bit just recently. And we've had discussions on social media. Uh, Leslie is taking part in a productivity hub program with the University of Lincoln and runs the Entrepreneur's Circle. Is it Entrepreneur's or Entrepreneur's Circle? I'm never quite sure. Entrepreneur's Circle. Entrepreneur's Circle. Uh, and I've got a, a friend, my wife works for a family, and they've become good friends of ours. And the husband is a helicopter pilot, and he's interested in the Entrepreneur's Circle as well. So we've had many threads uh, pull us together to this this point for this, for this podcast, Leslie, and welcome to today's podcast.
0: Hello and thank you. Yes, um, I would, should just slightly set the record straight there because mm. I don't think Nigel Boswell will be too pleased to think that I run Entrepreneur's Circle um, oh because <laughs> I'm actually an Entrepreneur Circle certified coach so I work in partnership
1: with Entrepreneur's
0: um. Circle. Um, but yeah, it's a great company and I uh, love working with them. Yeah. Um, yeah. Don't worry,
1: I'll, I'll have a word with Nigel, I'll put that straight when I speak to him yeah, next, yeah. that's not a problem. <laughs>
0: I wouldn't mind,
1: but there you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll take all the money from that. That's right. Tell tell the listeners a little bit about your backstory then and how you've got to that point where you know you've got into the coaching industry and the advising industry. Just give us a little bit of the history behind that before we start talking about what we're drinking today.
0: Right, so um, I actually um, started my first business uh, about 15 years ago. Um, it was a cafe in Lincolnshire and um, it was um, I came to it from um, working in the catering industry, so I was a hotel manager um, and I'd always managed small hotels and thought I would like to start my own business, but didn't really mm-hmm. want a hotel, so I went with a cafe. Um, And basically, I have learned an awful lot um, along my entrepreneurial journey, shall we say. Um, I made quite a few errors in the beginnings um, that I've had to um, obviously alter as times have gone by. And what I realized um, as I sort of um, have come through life is that actually I've learned quite a lot about um, small businesses, how to run them, which is quite fortunate, yeah. <laughs> as I have one. Um, and um, so what I thought I would like to do would was to actually help other small business owners so business owners that are at the stage that I was at with the, you know, oh, it's absolutely great. You've got a real passion. You want to start your business. And then you get to the point sort of two or three years down the line that where you start to think, oh, actually, you know, I, I'm, I'm so busy. I don't know what to do. I'm not working. You're working in the business <laughs> rather than on the business. And um, so you get to the part where you sort of stagnate because you basically don't have enough time to take yourself forward and um, I wanted to be able to help people to get through that period, really. Um, so that's why I started doing what I'm doing now.
1: Yeah, great. Uh, and interesting, I've wrote down here for my uh, titles, yeah, um, Cafe to Seasoned Entrepreneur, and it's a seasoning that, uh, yeah, fits in quite well with the, uh, the the background you've got there. So it's always, I think, really, really a pleasure to meet somebody who advises other business owners who has being in business themselves and that makes you quite unique you know and there's not many of us about there that you know have actually uh, been in business ourselves and that are helping other businesses and giving them advice and coaching so you know um, I think we're we're members that's probably where the threads have pulled us together we're members of quite an exclusive club when it comes to that You were talking uh, earlier on before we started the recording about what you're drinking. And I know you don't drink much coffee and you're a green tea drinker. And listeners, I've got a little bit of a secret to give here because we just come back from a long weekend away and I haven't had time to get the coffee machine set up. I've got no lemon and honey that I normally drink uh, first thing in the morning. So I've actually had to go with a bagged lemon and ginger tea. So I'm actually drinking a lemon ginger tea just to get my indigestion system going a little bit and give me a little bit of energy as well, feeling quite lethargic after spending so much time traveling. But you do drink coffee occasionally, Leslie. So before we talk about the green tea and how that fits, just tell us a little bit about the coffee that you do drink uh, and how you drink it.
0: Yes. So um, I do drink coffee now and then. um, And when I do, I like a nice, uh, reasonably strong um, sort of Americano. So I like the espresso based drinks rather than the filter coffee um personally that's my that's my preference but I don't do the um all the all the, the extras with them um I'm like the Americano and I drink it black so um you know when people go oh yes we're going for a cappuccino or a latte and I always look at them and think oh they look quite nice but when I try them I'm like no <laughs>
1: so what, <laughs> what has to has be to the be. occasion that actually makes you want to have a coffee then is it a social occasion what is it that makes you just think i'm going to reach out for that black americano?
0: so yeah generally it's a, it's a mid morning drink if i'm going to have it and um, and usually if i'm out in in a in a, in a coffee shop um but um i do sometimes um have them at home as well so i have the uh i have a, i have a pod machine at home um yeah. and uh so so occasional one and i would generally also um although i don't always if it's mid-morning um i do generally drink the decaffeinated um it, it, i'm afraid it's a, a female time of life thing that yeah. Uh, yeah. the uh, the caffeine doesn't always agree with me
1: yeah <laughs> And the, the green teas that you have normally then, um, is that just plain green tea? Do you have different sort of jasmine or tell us a little bit about the green tea and and you know, the, the liking that you have for that?
0: Yeah, so green tea came about. I've been drinking green tea for many, many years now, um, basically because I used to drink um, my tea black um, and I sort of. I used to look quite like it black and quite strong and then gradually i sort of went off it being too strong and wanted it weaker and it can be quite difficult sometimes to get weak black tea so i sort of started drinking green tea and then green tea actually overtook the black tea um so uh it's um i i started off with the um with actually the gunpowder green as a as the um, yeah. the loose tea which is really nice and I used to have that for my breakfast and then gradually it took over but I do like I do generally drink the just bog standard green tea um, but I do sometimes have green tea and lemon or um, mm-hmm. I quite like the green tea and jasmine as well on, a, on an occasion yeah. Um, yeah. but I also drink like I drink red bush um, as a sort of a nighttime drink and um, and I sometimes drink herbal teas as well so I tend to go all down that that route. <laughs>
1: yeah. And it's interesting that you talk about you know wanting the tea to be weaker. I always drink my coffee black but tea I really don't like black at all. I've got to have milk in it. I like it to look and we have a standard thing in our house. My, my wife makes very milky weak tea which I don't like you know it's a builder in me I like you know a good strong cup of tea and interestingly we were talking about this on a podcast some time ago and uh, I can't fit the lady's name now but she she sent me a, an image of a cup of tea and the the cartoon character He-Man and said that is the perfect color of a tea if you put your tea your white tea at the side of He-Man cartoon it should be the same color as the He-Man tan that he has um uh, but you, you're right. You know, when it comes to green teas and things like that, yeah, I'm quite happy to to drink them as they are. But uh, I was introduced by my first ever business coach, a guy uh, Stuart Ross, uh, who introduced me to white tea. And when I mean that, I mean, I'm not talking about you know the traditional English tea, but actual white tea leaf. And apparently that's much better for you either than than green tea it's very good for antioxidants and things like that. and I quite like that but that is very much like just drinking black tea it's it's quite yeah. it is quite strong
0: it is yes yeah it, I think it's just not been roasted quite the same or something hasn't it I have tried it but again <clears throat> it was just you know, I, I, the closest I get to black tea normally these days, although I do have the occasional one, would be Earl Grey, um, and then I like it with when it's made with a light, You know, some of the cheaper Earl yeah. Greys they make yeah, use yeah. it use the very dark tea with it, and it, it comes a bit strong. Whereas I, yeah. I like the the sort of the the quite the little bit lighter tea yeah, that they yeah, make it yeah. with. Yeah, I won't. I won't. Um, I won't mention my favorite brand
1: <laughs> oh no mentioning it we're always up for sponsorship on this
0: <laughs> so i, I like I, I i do like twinings earl grey Twins. yeah I'm earl, buy earl grey it has to be twinings
1: yeah yeah and sponsorship opportunities are available twinings for this podcast, So jump in yeah definitely yeah
0: they're quite happy to provide me with tea for the year
1: <laughs> yeah yeah that'd be good um so moving on to the, the business side of this, and you you mentioned, obviously, your own business and the business that you've got now and how you evolved into that. What's been the latest or most significant thing that you've actually worked on in your own business then? What, what's what's changed, particularly in the last, you know, 16, 18 months as the world has changed very much? How have things changed and shifted for you?
0: So I think um, it obviously very much shifted online. Um, uh, so... That, that has, has been great, actually, because it means that you can go around, well, around the world, technically, um, but certainly around the country. Um, and, but the, I think the most, the biggest thing that has changed, and it's very recent for my company, um, is that I've taken on the... Um, the Entrepreneurs Circle Local Meetings. So this is a new launch um, that have launched around the country. Um, they used to do them some years ago. Um, so this is a re a reorganization and a relaunch of them. And um, the local meetings are, well, obviously, as they say, local. So the one I run is Lincoln. Um, so it's run just outside Lincoln. And um, they are, um, really, really great because for those people that are, I won't say can't afford a coach because that's not necessarily the case, um, but the four, one reason or another, aren't either ready or don't want to take on a personal one-to-one coach. Mm. It means that this is something that they can come to um, once a month and celebrate successes in their business with other like-minded businesses so it's like getting a, a group of people together who are all thinking and wanting to work along the same lines so that they can celebrate with each other and each month they um we're looking at a different marketing strategy um, so it'll be a strategy that they can then take away implement into their business and help their business right straight away from that point um, as well as a couple of little some things that they can also take away and utilize so um, the yeah. what i say to people is if you come along to the meeting and you take one thing away that you can implement into your business it's been worth coming along yeah. um, and and i think that it's a big a big thing for small yeah. businesses it's a very lonely job being a small business owner oh dreadful um, yeah because you work on your own even if you have staff um, with you and not all small business owners do there's a lot of solo business owners you know you find that you know you're still the one at the top that has to make the decisions so you know you still have to think things through on your own um, and unless your partner is actually involved in the business as well they don't always get how it all works in a small business
1: sure.
0: so it can be very lonely there um, and it's nice to just have somebody else that knows how you feel and how it all works.
1: Yeah, I don't know um, <laughs> and we'll talk about you know, the difference it's made for you in, in a second but. I used to find when I was in the construction business that, you know, they weren't really the networks of people, particularly in construction, because they don't like networking very much anyway. Um, but they see the competition between businesses as quite intense. So why would you go and tell your competitor about the problems that you're having or some of the issues? And I was very fortunate. You know, I had uh, my best friend in the world, was somewhere I could go and talk to two or three times a week he had his own construction business as well we used to work together when I first left school and those relationships are very very should be treasured really because they're very rare aren't they where you get a chance to speak to someone who won't judge won't complain won't say why on earth are you doing that why don't you just go and get a job because uh, sometimes you don't want to hear that and family and friends are very good at telling you to do that sometimes uh, What what do you see the the relationship side of these local meetings benefiting the the businesses there how do you see that evolving and developing?
0: Yes so I I see that as being huge I think that businesses it's quite short-sighted in many ways not to look at the businesses that are around you and just see them as as competitors, because actually sharing um, certain things within your businesses can be helpful to everybody. And when you look at the world and who your ideal customers are, your ideal customers might not be the same as your competitor. So, you know, there are people, you know, there are more people generally who can buy your wares than are necessarily, um, you know, going to be shared between businesses. And if you can work together in some ways, um, then, you know, that's better for everybody. Um, okay. And so, you know, that does help. Um, it's, it's, um, I think that business really is about helping each other. Obviously we all keep, our, you know, might keep our little, um, whys and wherefores of doing it but everybody I just I just feel that everybody is different and everybody is going to attract different people because we are all have our own personalities and that personality will attract people to us so for me as a coach you know I know that I don't have any problem talking to other coaches because you everybody is different you know and the person that is going to be ideal for to come to me is going to be the person that I am going to gel with, um, that is going to trust me. I'm going to want to work with them. And and so the fact that I might be um, in a room with five other coaches perhaps, all doing very similar things, doesn't mean that I'm going to be vying with them for that person because they will go to the one that that is right for them. and um i think as you said about construction it's very cutthroat and people don't like to and and to be honest the background that i come from in um in catering in um hospitality is very similar in fact because again people are like oh they're not competitors down the road um you know and we don't and they don't traditionally don't go out sort of networking and pushing things anywhere else because you know it's like oh i'm too busy um and 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 so in in many ways it's actually it's actually quite a similar thing and i just i just think that it's it's wrong that you should be able to celebrate and you should be able to share your problems with other businesses as well
1: yeah yeah and i think you're absolutely right there from a point of view of how you've benefited from these local meetings then because obviously it's been a shift for you as you say you know because of um doing stuff online then local meets what what's been the benefit to you and to your business to take on this new model and this new direction
0: so um well clearly the zoom um and doing things over the internet has quite a quite clear uh, implications in that you know all of a sudden i i can open up to around the country um although to be fair i keep things i do like to work with businesses in lincolnshire um and and hospitality yeah. um because that is my you know that's my background you know i was born in lincolnshire and um and obviously i have you know, a big background in hospitality. So those those two sides um I very much look at. Um, But obviously, you know, I can I can talk to anybody around the country now. So the implications there. And and also it keeps things much it, it it's it's good for not only me but for clients as well because it means that you can record your meetings as well so instead of being in a room with somebody and them having to take notes or whatever and then it's like oh what did we say about such and such if you're not great at your notes you can actually record the meeting and you know it's there you can play it back what did we say you know what did yeah. we say if we came up with something because I look at um, marketing you know sometimes something just comes woof out and you're like yay yeah, you what was that and you can go back and and take that that particular bit out and um and like you know it's just that little jewel isn't it that comes out so uh, the big thing for me at the moment though is obviously and the bit that's I'm really excited about and and it's only started last month so this is our second month this month um is the um the local meetings and that I see is a big turning point um for me because it's it's the ability to be able to um, pass on knowledge to people um, in a much on a much larger scale um, and and help more businesses. Um, one of my real whys uh, wise is is really sort of helping and um, helping other people to succeed um, okay. is, is is something that's really high up in my in my what I what I really want to achieve. Um, For me, it's not all about, you know, the money. It's about helping and and nurturing other people um, to be able to become the best that they can be Um, and, and not get to where I was at one time, which was down there, you know, wondering what my direction could be and what was i doing because i was just working too many hours and, and not seeing the money coming in and and I, and I would like to be able to help people to not be there um, and sorry i gelled I off where we were going yeah. um, so the local meetings is about helping more people um bringing them in and and also being able to introduce them to the entrepreneurs' circle, which I was introduced to um, only a couple of years ago, and was a big, big turning point in my, in my career um, for many, many reasons. And it's interesting,
1: you, know, you and I are talking on this podcast, which you know is being listened to uh, from people around the world uh, and in Lincolnshire, strangely enough. Jolly good. <laughs> uh, and it is you know i think for each of us it, it and i and i love the way there that you, everything was about giving everything was about how somebody else is going to benefit so the answer that other people may have given would have been one around you know uh i can have more people pay me more money i get more it's scalable for me and all that kind of stuff but i think again Part of that exclusive club of coaches that have been in business themselves, very often it's less about themselves and it's more about that contribution to other people that have been in business. And it's a great way that you're doing that in the fact that not only in those local meetings are you helping reach a wider audience locally, but just by being a guest on this podcast, you're also reaching out to people and contributing we don't know do we you know we're never going to meet the people probably that are going to listen to this although I've had a couple yeah. of people stop me in Starbucks actually recently <laughs> and this isn't video and they say oh you're that guy um but and one of them i got a mask on as well how he recognized me with a mask on but he heard I think he heard, <laughs> heard somebody mention my name and that was it but you never know do you whose life whose business you're going to touch when you do something like and even with your local meetings there may be something that somebody takes away away. and they pass on to somebody else outside of that meeting that makes a difference to somebody's life and somebody's business. And yeah, that's, the universe will reward that, won't it? You know, no matter what our beliefs are, what our faiths are, you know, I really do believe that, you know, that ripple effect does actually come back and and bounce back to us. So uh, yeah, credit to you for for doing that. Thank you. (laughs) Um, So let's move on to because it it leads quite nicely into the next question giving people something to take away from this podcast so if you could give a listener one tip a lesson or something that they can do something with because that's what this is about um, that will have an impact on them and their business what would you like to share with the listeners today leslie
0: so for me, the one thing that I think can really, really impact any business, it doesn't matter who you are and what you do, is actually looking at your working day and taking out, and and the optimum is 90 minutes. 90 minutes that you can take out of your day to be not working um, in your business, so not doing the day-to-day producing you know whatever it is you produce whether it's a service or a product actually taking those 90 minutes out at some point and saying i am going to take off all the distractions no emails no phone calls and spend 90 minutes working on my business so doing things like um, you know emailing a list working on how you can build your list, you know, putting together Facebook ad campaigns, Google ad campaigns, whatever it is, it's working on your business to take your business forward. Mm. Um, we so get involved in the day-to-day business and we say, oh, I'm too busy. I'm too busy to do that. But at some point in that day, you need to take that time out. Even if you start off with it doing it once a week and build it up or if you say okay i'm going to take 30 minutes each day but if you get to the point where you can take out 90 minutes five days a week that is 30 hours in every month that you actually got the time to work on your business and that is a game changer because using that time to sit and think what can i do to take my business forward makes a huge huge difference to it
1: and As you were saying that, uh, you're answering some of the questions I was going to ask about, how do you build that up? Um, Because for many people listening to this, 90 minutes will feel impossible. How on earth am I going to find that amount of time? So you you answer that question there by doing it weekly and then perhaps a small amount uh, each day. When you work with your clients and when you work with people and you mention something like this tactic of working on your business, which I think is absolutely essential. What's the, the biggest objection that you get? You know, what is the one that people struggle the most to overcome? Not what's the most popular, but which is the one that is usually the, the, you know, the biggest monster in the room that they're struggling to get around and get over? What would you say that is? Because that, the listeners probably are thinking that at the moment.
0: Yeah, so the biggest, biggest hurdle that people have is that they don't have enough time. Mm, I don't right. have enough time. I'm too busy. Um, and, and it, it's because they, they, they what I would call down there in the weeds, they're down there yeah. working on the day to day and they, they've not got time to look. And um, my comment to people is look at your day. What are you spending your time doing? And what can you, um, what do you not have to do? What What is there in there? There are always things in your day when you're running a business some, some things you have to work on is non-negotiable but there are certain things in your day that you can take out and hand over to somebody else
1: and the immediate
0: thing that then is uh, oh but that's you know I can't afford that it's a cost But actually if you can outsource something like answering your phones you know some something that you could get a va to do a few bits and pieces of what we call the 10 pound an hour jobs
1: yeah because (laughs) if you can
0: outsource that that is not a cost to your business that is an investment in your business because if you can then take that time to spend working on your business you will get that money back threefold
1: yeah
0: Um, and that's the game changer
1: and I think I mentioned it when we were on the workshop last week, uh, Leslie, you know, the, the book by Arnold Schwarzenegger, Total Recall, his autobiography. He so yes, I've got
0: that on my list.
1: Yeah, he talks a <laughs> lot about that. time and how he manages time. And when you look at what he packs into a day, it's absolutely incredible. And this is a guy who wasn't stressed out and struggling. He still found time to go out for meals with friends and you know do what he wanted to do and it is just how we pack things and somebody once said to me um different ways of packing a suitcase you know some people actually when they have t-shirts they fold them in the way that they put them upright in the suitcase while I always lay mine flat and they said no that's the worst way that you can pack a suitcase you know you need to put things vertically you know in the suitcase and it's like what what are you talking about <laughs> uh but yeah, you know, very often it's the way we pack things into our day and listeners if total recall is a, is a great book but also if you ever want to hear uh, arnie talk about time and how he fits so much into a day then look at it on youtube there's a couple of videos uh where arnie just talks about how he fits so much into his day and dean Graziosi is another one as well so great tip great tips there um uh, How do people connect with you, Leslie? What what can people do to find out more about you, connect with you, find out about local meetings? um, Just give the listeners some places to go.
0: Right, so um, I work a lot on LinkedIn. LinkedIn is my go-to social media. I much prefer to any others. Um, So you can definitely connect with me on LinkedIn. Um, I... My website is Leslie so it's quite easy to remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Except you have to remember that I, I am an EY.
1: Correct, yeah.
0: <laughs> um, obviously to type that in. Um and um, you know, I have I, I put out a weekly newsletter, um, so I'm always happy for if anybody wants to sign up for that, little um tips, tricks and thoughts, um, yeah. whatever it may be, it's just a little something that comes out every week. Um, depending on how I'm feeling and what I'm thinking at yeah. the time,
1: and they can get that by opting into that on the website. You can opt can they? into
0: that from the website, um, yeah, or or um, message me on LinkedIn, and I, I I put it out on LinkedIn every now and then as well if anyone wants to sign up.
1: Yeah. So just to be hundred percent clear for the listeners, then if you're searching for Leslie on LinkedIn or uh, her website, it's Leslie L E S L E Y That's right. B u r t o n. That's right. Yeah. Perfect. I love it when Zoom puts their names, people's names, at the bottom. It saves me having to remember it and how to spell it. Ah, so there it. you go. <laughs> yeah. One of the guests <laughs> is going to throw me and misspell their name deliberately. I'll never right now I have said that. So you, you've given us some amazing uh, insights there and some great tips, uh, and also I think you've made people feel more comfortable as a business owner feeling that they can reach out that they don't have to be alone there's nothing wrong with going out to people that are around you even potentially your competitors because of what you said about what makes it all different Uh, don't be on your own don't think that you can't go out and talk to other business owners other business people don't try and do it with just family and friends you know sometimes they can be great sometimes not so great you know look for different ways of doing it and of course. Reach out to Leslie uh, and look for local meetings. You yeah, there are Absolutely. lots of these around, uh, and yeah, connect with people, meet with people. I think Zoom is great, and it's it's being an amazing resource for so many people. But we also need to recognise that sometimes we just need to meet back up and connect yeah. when it's you know when it's safe, and uh, you know, as many people listening to this might be going into further lockdowns or coming out of some lockdowns whatever it is but there's a right time and I think we all have that need to to want to actually communicate and and talk to people don't we so I really appreciate the fact that you shared that with us today thank you now last question to wrap it up then and this is slightly different okay so if you were to have your next one-off coffee in a dream location because this is going to be pretty special where is that dream location going to be, and what time of day in that dream location?
0: Oh, coffee in a dream location. Mm. Um, well, I think my um, I I have planned so um, a trip to the Antarctic um mm-hmm. it's going to be a few years away yet three or four years yeah, i think yeah. um before i get to take the time out to do it so i think maybe 11 o'clock on the um i want to do an eco cruise as well i'm not a cruisy sort of person but this one really appeals yeah. um and uh, yeah i wanted to be on an eco boat and before. You know, we've completely destroyed the Antarctic. Yep, so, right. uh, <laughs> yep, so right. fairly soon. Um, but yeah, uh, eleven o'clock, sitting. You know, um, with cup in hand, keeping me warm. Yeah. Hot coffee, uh, definitely. And, uh, definitely. <laughs> sorry, yes, coffee yeah, yeah. in the cup, keeping me yeah, warm yeah. out there. Yes, definitely.
1: Great, and and what is it you want to see or do? What is it about Antarctic? Uh, that sort of draws you to it.
0: It's the I, I'm a big one for desolate places, and it's the it's the sort of you know there's the lack of people, um, yeah. and the, the 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 animals just getting on with it there that really you know really appeals. And um, whilst I'm a, I'm a hot I'm a hot country person in many ways, I like yeah. wander around in shorts, t-shirt, and and a pair of flip-flops um actually that going there just you know the clearness the crispness of that cold air um it just really really appeals I could just really i just yeah I just really want to do that one
1: (laughs) yeah yeah well I'm with you I'm a cold I mean I I love hot places but I also love extremely cold places so you know we used to winter in Canada you know for about nine or ten years every Christmas we used to have uh, there so I love the cold as well so I, there there is um something about that that is more attractive to me than being a desert place like a desert because there's nothing is it and the, and the sand gets everywhere doesn't it snow <laughs> snow when it gets everywhere just melts and just comes out where sand just seems to stick and just yeah. get everywhere so uh, uh listeners you all know what I'm talking about so uh yeah I'm with you on the Yeah. Going, going to a snowy desert rather than a sandy desert would definitely suit me. (laughs) Definitely. Yeah. And a a hot mug of uh, coffee as well. That'd be great. Well, Leslie, thank you very much for giving up your time. Um, It's been a pleasure to have you on the podcast. It's been a pleasure to have you uh, on some of the other items that we've appeared on uh, with each other. And I really uh, hope that local meetings take off, that restrictions Stay as they are, and people take the benefit of getting together and take the real benefit of just reducing the stress, reducing the health uh, burdens of mental health, etc., just by being able to meet up and talk. I think it's a great, great um, model that you've got going there. And I really want to thank you for the time today and wish you luck with that.
0: Thank you very much, and thank you for having me as well.
1: And listeners, as you know, this is part of my mission, and you now know it's part of Leslie's mission as well to help other businesses, coaches, consultants around the globe become better aware, better educated, and be held accountable. So take Leslie's advice. Spend 90 minutes every day. Build up to it. It's like going to a gym. Don't just go out there and try and do it straight away. You might be able to. But if you're not, just build it up. Take some time every day to work on your business and just escape the working in the business. Just that short amount of time. Do it today. Do it tomorrow, but do it soon. Okay, as uh, Leslie says with the Antarctic, you know, it's disappearing. Don't let your business disappear on you. Take the time whilst you can to get that space. And uh, as always, I look forward to having you on the next podcast. Bye for now.
0: Thank you for listening. Don't forget, if you'd like any help and support with your business, do get in touch with Simon. And to discover what your business needs you to fix next, visit www.stirlingcoaching.fixthisnext.com. Please do subscribe so you don't miss the next episode. And Simon would love you to rate and review the show too. Thank you.